Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. This week, we head back into the world of terrifying creatures. While researching, the concept of someone running into this mama during their lifetime seemed like a horrifying fate. Also, I am totally certain that if I was told this story as a child, I would absolutely, under no circumstance, ever go outside again. Now that I'm a semi-functioning adult, I only considered casually speedwalking home the other evening. See? Completely over it. Not afraid at all. Anyway, without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topic is La Lechuza. Originating in northern Mexico, this tale is spread along the Mexican states of Durango, Tamaulipas, Chihuahua, Coahuila, Nuevo León, as well as the Rio Grande Valley of Texas in the U.S. Each story speaks of a giant bird-like creature terrorizing the night sky, who most resembles an owl, which explains the reasoning for her name. La lechuza in Spanish simply translates to the owl. Accounts vary of what exactly La Lechuza looks like, but there are some characteristics to help distinguish her from other creatures of the night. Either the size of a, quote, small human, or that of seven feet tall, this bird is most definitely far too large to be considered normal. La Lechuza is most commonly black in color, used as a sort of nighttime camouflage, but has also been described as stark white in hue. The most distinctive factor of this creature has got to be her face. She can either look like an unnatural being with large, black, almond-shaped eyes, or have the visage of an old woman. Personally, I'd take the old woman, but both sound absolutely terrible knowing it would be attached to a seven-foot-tall bird body. Reasoning behind the human features points to the belief that La Lechuza was originally a woman wronged in her lifetime and, as this new creature, she seeks revenge. Each tale reports that this woman became La Lechuza because of a variety of reasons. In one, a woman, whose son is murdered by townspeople for a crime he did not commit, pledged to seek revenge on the villagers for her loss. It is important to mention here that La Lechuza has a preference for snatching children. This tale implies that the bird woman creature steals the children of this village as a way to retaliate for her son's death. Steering away from the kid snatching, this next La Lechuza origin story states that the woman's child was killed by a drunk. Due to this, the creature tends to frequent the area outside of bars, waiting for the last intoxicated patrons to exit in order to enact revenge. The reoccurring reason for La Lechuza's existence is actually the most supernatural. Belief that this creature is the work of a witch, or bruja, that is able to transform herself into a black bird the woman preys on wrongdoers and children to use for ritualistic sacrifices. 
What makes her even more terrifying is the rumor that this witch sold her soul to the devil in return for her powers. Under the cover of night, she stalks the sky, looking for someone to drag back to her lair. Of course, this means that many who believe in La Lechuza would stay indoors after sunset, correct? Well, she's got ways around that little roadblock. You'll know if La Lechuza has visited your home by the scratch marks left on windowsills and doors from her trying to enter. Seeming that she fails at this, La Lechuza has another tactic. Able to impersonate the sound of a baby's cry, this witch will attempt to lure a victim outside. If you just so happen to be walking home at night, La Lechuza has also been known to produce a whistling sound. Answering the call with a whistle of your own will ensure the creature has you within her grasp. As with any supernatural being, there are, of course, ways to protect yourself from a potential attack. Hanging a rope with seven knots outside the front door of your home as a sign of respect and acknowledgement of Lalachusa's power will prevent her from visiting. Carrying a container full of salt or a combination of salt and chili powder wouldn't hurt either. If a victim were to encounter Lalachusa, throwing this substance in her face would be the only chance for an escape. Also, under no circumstance should someone who does not want to test their Lalachusa fighting skills travel down a deserted stretch of road at night. This has been known to be her preferred stomping grounds. Along with all of this information, I managed to come across two tales of La Lechuza in action. The first takes us back to the 1950s. In a small village in northern Mexico, a woman was suspected of witchcraft by her fellow townspeople. Fed up with living in fear, the villagers decide to take La Lechuza down. Here, one of two things happened. Either someone saw the bird creature one evening and shot it, or the people used a child as bait to lure Lalachusa out in the opening, managing to wound her as well. Both tales refer to Lalachusa as suffering from a shot to the leg. The next day, some of the villagers traveled to the supposed witch's house. When the woman answered the door, the people reported that one of her legs was bandaged and she now used a cane. Surprisingly, nothing more is stated in this story. Maybe that was enough to end Lalachusa's reign over their home. This next tale touches on that fatal deserted stretch of road I mentioned before. A man and his passenger were traveling home one night along a quiet road in El Tigre, Chihuahua, when a creature swooped down onto his truck. Hitting the windshield, the giant bird landed on the ground in front of the vehicle. Believing this to be La Lechuza, the man floored the truck, running over the temporarily stunned creature. To ensure it was killed, the man proceeded to back up over La Lechuza once more before attempting to speed away. Looking in the rearview mirror, the man was horrified to watch the creature stand up. So horrified 
that he immediately had a heart attack and died on the spot. Somehow, his unnamed passenger survived and passed on this tale. That last bit is what I think makes this story so interesting. Sometimes I wonder when first-hand tales get passed around, where the person dies, how they actually came into existence. The fact that this version includes a second participant makes it all the more spooky, which I believe is the best part. So listeners, there you have it. If you ever happen to find yourself within La Lechuza's territory, try to refrain from whistling. And if you hear a baby cry out in the open late at night, it's best to leave that one alone too. On that note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover, or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help out, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, Keep it real, mamas.